0: Welcome back to Bach Fancy Talk, Episode 6. I'm your host, Bach, alongside with our new guest speaker, Owen. Owen, how are we doing today?
1: Doing good. How about you, Alex? (laughs)
0: Pretty good. Um, Solid games this week. Obviously, um, really concerning a lot of players. I think we should start hitting the panic button on. And you know what? That's what we're here to talk about. Welcome back to Bach Fancy Talk, Episode 6. I'm your Bach, alongside with Owen, our new guest speaker. Owen, before we start, let's just let the listeners know what you kind of like, believe in or what your team is and how your team is doing so far this year.
1: Sure. Uh, Been a fantasy player for a while. Um, I believe in picking players on good teams. So I try and avoid, you know, players on the Texans, players on the Colts that I think are going to, you know, other than Jonathan Taylor, obviously. But. Teams that I think are going to have good years, I try and focus on those players. Uh, you know, you can have a St. Brown from the Lions, even though they're going to be bad. But uh, you know, so I have him. Team's looking pretty good, four and one on the season so far. Took my first L uh, last week. Ran into Kelsey and Devontae Adams and uh, and Ek- and Eckler. Uh, so yeah, it was a Ooh. it was a rough week, but hey, four and one can't argue with that. Yeah, that's kind of
0: for sure be a tough really monday night game to watch for you obviously um heading into the or before we start actually um one important stat as the bye week startup this week points per game is going to start being an important um stat not not like who's number one who's rb1 who's rb2 because these bye weeks obviously players are going to have one game behind so we got to consider that thursday night football broncos and colts
1: why is russell wilson this bad he has the weapons. He There's no excuse. No excuse for it. No. I mean, you know, you've got the injury to um, to his running back, which hurt. But, yeah, when you've got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, get the ball out to those guys. He's just missing them.
0: Yeah, and it was really bad. And he missed K.J. Hamler on that one slant, which would have helped him there. But I still like Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy in your lineup. Uh, Melvin Gordon right now is an RB2, and he's kind of in the flex range. Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor, I think, are the only people you can start from the Colts because there's really no running back depth as of right now. And I would look to add Alex Pierce to your uh, lineup. He had eight receptions for 81 yards, which I thought was a very solid week. Giants and Packers are a London game. I still love Saquon Barkley, obviously. Darius Slayton could be a player to consider with the bye weeks coming up. Can't find who the wide receiver won in the Green Bay offenses, though. I feel like that's a very tough decision for me.
1: Yeah. Is it Lazard? Is it uh, Dobbs? I don't know.
0: Um, yeah. Because, I mean, Randall Cobb had 13 targets, and the next thing you know, Alan Lazard last week, the week before, had six receptions for 116 yards, so you really can't say that. Aaron Rodgers, I think, will be a good bye-week filler quarterback. A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, I think, were drafted way too high.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. It, it seems like A.J. Dillon should get the lion's share of like goal line carries, but Aaron Jones... Great target out of the backfield. Got to get him the ball you know, out of the backfield, screen passes, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and then A.J. Dillon, like you said, goal line work has just not been there for some reason. The offense is very depleted for no reason whatsoever. Falcons and Bucks. the only person I would consider starting probably from the Falcons is Drake London. And you really have to throw in Kyle Pitts just because the tight end position is so slim. And people draft him way too high to just not play
1: him. There's no excuse to not play him. Agreed. You can't sit him, especially like you said, with the lack of depth at the tight end position. You yeah, gotta play him, especially in a 12-man. I hate every
0: running back on the Falcons just because it's so unpredictable. It seems like every week the Falcons are posting something, saying congratulations to the running back who just got his first career touchdown. So right now with Patterson on the IR and Damian Williams coming back, it's really tough to determine who that would be. It was wonderful next week from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers side, leading the team in targets and re- receptions. I still like both receivers moving forward, and Rashad White is a player to watch out for as his target share and snap share increases. Steelers and Bills, Gabe Davis is officially boomer bust, and Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen are still obviously elite. A question I have for you, Owen, is what do you think of the rumor of CMC to Buffalo?
1: Man, that'd make them even more dynamic as an offense. Uh, Are there enough balls to go around, I guess? You know, the way Josh Allen runs the ball, But, you know, you add a weapon like CMC, if he can stay healthy, you know, the sky's the limit there in Buffalo.
0: Yeah, and then just really, really talented team. Obviously, you want most players from their fancy team, but it's kind of tough to determine the wide receiver, too. Do you think CMC potentially going to Buffalo hurts his status or increases his status?
1: I think, just going back to my point about are there enough footballs to go around, I think that hurts his value just because you got to feed Diggs. You know, Josh Allen's going to run the ball occasionally. You know, I think it hurts his his, his value.
0: Yeah, because they were just saying today, obviously Buffalo hasn't had an elite run game in a while, probably since Marshawn Lynch has really been there, or LaShawn McCoy. So they're just relying on Josh Allen way too much. So I think CMC would help that team as a whole. But from a fantasy perspective, it's very tough. I would not freak out on George Pickens. I mean, obviously he's doing really well, but he received five less targets compared to Deontay Johnson. So Deontay Johnson is a player I would consider trading for, just because the offense is going to be down so much, going to be throwing the ball a lot, and like I said last week, Najee, Najee Harris is not even startable anymore.
1: It's unbelievable how far he's dropped. You know, he w- with Ben, you know, a quarterback, he would get. I don't know, call it eight to ten targets, just dumping it down to him. Um, you know, with Trubisky and now with Pickett, it's it's tough to play him and, and feel confident.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. This guy was a first-round pick in fantasy and the real life a uh, year ago, and it's his second year, and he's already doing that bad. Jalen Warren, um, not a fantasy player, but he's just someone who's just stealing his reps, and I would consider trading Najee Harris for something, and then if you can't, you pretty much have to bench him because he's got a tough – Schedule coming up in the next few weeks and he's got Tampa Bay this week, which is very hard. Chargers and Brown Browns, Austin Eckler is finally back and he's the RB1 as of right now. Great game from Mike Williams, but I'm very interested to see how he does with Keenan Allen coming back to that offense. You can't obviously determine the wide receiver too Obviously, Keenan Allen coming back. We'll see if it hurts or increases Mike Williams' value. I think it will end up hurting it, but I still think Mike Williams will have very boomer bust weeks like I've said earlier. Browns. Nick Chubb is still very, very good. But putting Njoku and Amari Cooper in your lineup moving forward, I think Amari Cooper is one of those guys that just uh, just depends on who he's playing this week um, to start him, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I had Amari last year and he was uh, maddening to say the least. Um, You know, And Kareem Hunt, I think he's a good flex play. I don't know if you you like him at an RB1 or 2, but I think he's serviceable as a flex play. Chubb is obviously you know rb1 you know in the running with Eckler, um so start him with confidence moving forward
0: yeah for sure i like kareem hunt i would say more as either a bye week filler and or a flex as you just said uh as we're halfway through i would the bye weeks for next week are detroit houston las vegas and tennessee vikings and bears dalvin cook is finally back and is playing like a first round running back even though i don't like the numbers from his snap share it was 57 and 43 with Madison receiving the 43. Madison received some goal line snaps and he also received most of the passing game work. He could have had three touchdowns though, but Kirk Cousins had to get in, get in on the fun and throw a touchdown to Jalen Rager. Adam Thielen is a flex at the maximum, and then obviously Justin Jefferson had a very 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 good game.
1: Yeah, agreed. Justin Jefferson, you know, just set it and forget it. He's yeah. he's wide receiver one. You know, one one a is up. 1B is Justin Jefferson.
0: Yeah. One thing, though, we, we'll get there soon, but we'll be talking about Jamar Chase because he's really concerning me. I would be on the lookout for DJ Moore potentially going to the Bears as of right now, but I don't see Carolina getting a deal done. we got to dive into them for sure. I would play David Montgomery, and Darnell Mooney could be a sneaky play this week against the depleted Washington Commanders team. Lions and Patriots, what happened to the Lions? 0 for 5 on fourth down. Thought they had a chance to be a playoff team at the start of the year, and then they just did terrible this week against a Patriots team who had Bailey Zappi as as their quarterback.
1: Yeah, you know Belichick always has a has a way with the defense to sort of uh, you know confuse folks and and shut down teams. But I was I was very shocked that the Lions put up a, a donut in that game.
0: Yeah, that's a tough game to do going to a bye week. Um, terrible performance. Obviously, 0 over five on fourth downs is absolutely horrendous. Josh Reynolds is a player to watch, but I don't like Reynolds with Jameson Williams coming back. Monterey St. Brown is going to be healthy off this bye week, and who DJ Chark potentially coming back in? Jacoby Myers and Ramondre Stevenson should be in your lineup, and Damien Harris will be out for about two to six weeks.
1: Yeah, I think you got to start Ramondre Stevenson with confidence here. You know, it's usually running back by committee with New England, but with uh, Harris going down, I think you, I think you can start Ramondre here.
0: Yeah, and he's a good play this week considering New England's playing the Cleveland Browns who just uh, ended up giving a whopping 36 points to Austin Eckler. Seahawks and Saints with Rashad Penny being out for the year. I love Kenneth Walker, and he is my waiver-wire pickup for the week along, along with Chino Smith, who is doing really well right now and is the QB5. I love Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf moving forward just because somehow this offense is very, very talented. Shout-out to the Seahawks front office for deciding to keep both of those receivers and then honestly start Geno Smith over Drew Locke, which is still a team that could potentially win the division with it being up for grabs considering the 49ers have so many players out. Alvin Kamara is finally back. If you are feeling very, very risky, I would put Taysom Hill in your lineup, but he had a a once-in-a-lifetime game, and I don't think he will score that much every week.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, but if you've got him as as a tight end classification, as bad as the tight ends are in the league, why not roll the dice with Taysom? Maybe you'll – I don't think he's going to have a great game like that every week, but, you know, you might hit hit a winner every now and again.
0: Yeah, that's true. Considering I've never seen a guy who had, what, 50 receiving – or kick return yards, three touchdowns on the ground, one through the air, fumble recovery. He did it all this week. Chris Olave should be in your lineup going forward, but he's a player I have to watch considering he just got a concussion, I believe, and could potentially be out for a couple weeks. Dolphins and Jets watched Tyreek Hill moving forward with his injury as he left the game with a boot. Raheem Mostert is the running back to start on this team considering Mike McDaniel is their coach and he coached Raheem Mostert in San Francisco. Brees Hall is very, very, very good, but annoyed that Michael Carter stole his goal line touchdowns. Don't like the receivers that much on the Jets with Zach Wilson being back. Saying this, we said this last week that if they're going to be up a lot of points with Zach Wilson, at quarterback, considering Joe Flacco, there's no point in playing those receivers right now unless you really, really need to.
1: Yeah, I've got Garrett Wilson on my team, and I'm playing him this week just because the Lions and St. Brown are on a bye. But I like Garrett Wilson a lot, but like you said, I'm, I'm a little nervous with Zach Wilson throwing to him instead of Flacco. Yeah
0: titans and commanders derrick henry is the only person i would consider starting on the titans and i still have been saying this for weeks i don't think there's really much argument to start anybody else on the titans unless you potentially need tannehill brian robinson is seeing the carries for the commanders but i would like to see him get more receiving work he saw nine carries compared to antonio gibson's three antonio gibson potentially is a very high drop candidate i believe brian robinson will get many carries this week considering he's going against a depleted bears team Curtis Samuel is the fantasy wide receiver one on this team. I do not like Terry McLaurin anymore. And as I've been saying, he gets his one big play, then he's done for the rest of the game. And he has not been seeing the touchdowns we would like.
1: Yeah, and I think that goes back to my, you know, try to avoid guys on teams that aren't very good. The commanders are not very good. So yeah. I Try and avoid their guys. Potentially receivers.
0: I mean, they'll be downs, so they're throwing it. But I don't like, I only like the running back this week because they're playing the Bears on a short week. Texans and Jaguars, Damian Pierce is a very solid RB one, and I think he is a must-start from here on out. I do not like any receivers, and I would consider potentially benching Brandon Cooks, even though he's seen one of the highest tar he sees one of the top five most targets in the league. It's just such a bad team. Like you said earlier, great, great thing. Don't start players on bad teams or pick players on bad teams. Good question I have. Who's the RB one in this offense right now? Travis Etienne or James Robinson?
1: That's a great question. I had Robinson, or I have Robinson, and rode him pretty hard the first three weeks, and then he's fallen off the last couple. So it seems like they're trending towards Etienne. I mean, I guess he's you know getting back into play and shape from being out last year. I think it's hard to trust either of them, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to start ETN this week, but they have a very tough matchup going against another bad team, the Colts, and considering they just dropped six points against the Houston Texans, not really much love there. It's going to be a tough start for me this week. Christian Kirk, uh, I don't know if you even wanted to play this week. I mean, multiple guys just didn't show out this week. This was, I think this is the time of the year where the guys are starting to they feel it. And they're Agreed. just waiting for that bye week. Marvin Jones, though, is the guy who right now should stay on your bench, but I could consider starting him if you need him as a flex. Going into the 4 o'clock game, 49ers and Panthers. Jeff Wilson is a must-start due to him having 70-plus yards over the past four games. And like we said earlier with Kyle Pitts, you kind of have to play George Kittle, and I think he gets in the end zone this week with a favorable matchup against the Falcons, and then obviously you start Debo Samuel.
1: Yeah, Debo had a. I've got Debo, and he was a keeper for me from last year. Great, great player. Really exciting to watch. He, you know, he impacts the game so many ways. You know, didn't really do much this week, but had a had a great touchdown catch, you know, could have had a lot of targets, just not many receptions.
0: Yeah, that's a really really tough offense. I think that's a very good football team, but it's a very tough fantasy team to watch. CMC is a must-start, and I would like to see how the front office handles this team after coming out and saying they would like to trade away players with value and essentially go into a full rebuild. So does that what does that mean, honestly, for DJ Moore?
1: Yeah, this goes back to my don't draft players on on bad teams, and and Carolina's a dumpster fire. I mean, an absolute dumpster fire. Worst
0: team in the league, and I thought they would honestly contend with Baker Mayfield, and now Baker Mayfield's out for two to six weeks, so worst team gets even more worse. Obviously, you got to start the defense that's playing the Panthers every single week, and just I just don't I don't know what to say about that team. They're so bad. I, ne- I never thought a team could get this bad in the NFL. Cowboys and Rams, the running back in the room is very touchdown-dependent for the Cowboys. And it's whoever had the hot hand. Tony Pollard, I feel like, is more the explosive guy, sees the passing work. And then Zekiel Elliott's more the gritty player. I still think, I still like, I don't like his contract, but I still like how he's on that team. And I think he sees a very good NFL team role, not a fantasy player role. CeeDee Lamb had an okay week, but I'm not concerned about it right now. And I do not like Dalton Schultz or any other receiver until Dak Prescott. I looked at the stat line for the receiving yards, and it was eight rece- or it was four eight receptions, CeeDee Lamb, four receptions, Michael Gallup. And it was like one reception, Tony Pollard, and that was it. Only three guys got – or four guys got targeted and only three had receptions.
1: Yeah, Cooper Rush is, is just being asked to manage the game. Don't lose it. You know, let our defense play like they've been playing lights out. Let's run the ball, you know, make it – shorten the game a little bit and just don't lose it for us. So I, it's hard to trust, you know, the, the receiving core.
0: Yeah. And I have to hit the panic button on Matthew Stafford and Cam Akers. I can't believe ESPN had Cam Akers slotted so high, and I can't believe people actually fell for that and took Cam Akers in the third round. It's a very – I thought a team that loses a Super Bowl goes into the Super Bowl hangover, not the team that won the Super Bowl. And they weren't even playing that great of an offense.
1: Yeah, I, like- I agree with that. Yeah, and Cooper Cup, you know you know the ball's coming to him every time, and he still gets it done. I mean, it's, it's hard to argue with his production. Hmm. I think it's crazy. He has the second most fantasy points right now, including
0: quarterbacks. So he probably should have been the number one overall pick in every league considering Jonathan Taylor is doing really poorly right now. And then obviously we love Cooper Cup, and then Tyler Higbee is a must start just because of the tight end position. Again, like we keep saying, he's just so slim. Cardinals and Eagles, disappointing week from A.J. Brown. and It was a very good week for Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. Miles Sanders Sanders shows that last week was a fluke, and
1: Jalen Hurts stays
0: stealing his rushing touchdowns. Did you watch that game?
1: I watched uh, a little bit of it. Yeah, I mean, you know Jalen, he gets the ball inside the five. It's hard to trust Miles Sanders. Jalen's going to try and get it in himself. Um, I've got Goddard. I love the targets he's getting. He just needs to get more end zone looks.
0: Yeah, and he's just not seeing much. I think it's going to be more like he gets a 20- or 30-yard big touchdown reception. That's what you're going to get. I'm officially hitting the panic button on James Conner. I don't like him. He's not scoring the touchdowns that he was drafted as ADP for. Just, it's such a tough team. because, Like I keep saying, Kyler Murray, they do that stupid read option in the end zone, and they just steal his touchdown. So unless they're on the 1-1 one, one yard line, they're not going to run it to him. I still love Marquise Brown, and I like Rondell Moore for the upcoming weeks. But is that I think the upcoming weeks might just be this week because DeAndre Hopkins is back uh, week 7, I believe, if they don't have a bye week. So that's an interesting player to watch considering DeAndre Hopkins, like I just said, is back. Bengals and Ravens. Where was T. Higgins at? Just said he was going to suit up, and he just didn't play.
1: Yeah, I, that was very interesting. I thought about starting Tyler Boyd and didn't end up doing it, which was fortunate since he didn't do much. But, yeah, T. Higgins seems to be on that boomer bust. When he's in there, he's, he's very productive, but he's hard to count on.
0: Yeah, I mean, considering he said he was going to play and then he didn't play. I was sitting there. I was a close game. I was up four. I mean, obviously, I had Kelsey and Daniel Carlson left, who they both ended up doing really well. But I was stressed out because I'm like, J.K. Dobbins, I'm going against Dobbins this week. And I'm just like, where's T. Higgins at? I think I'm going to officially hit the panic button on Jamar Chase. I don't think Jamar Chase should be out of your lineup, but I just think where he was drafted, he was just drafted way too high. He's just playing like a fifth-round receiver. I mean, he's averaging about 14, 16 a week, but that's not what you draft Jamar Chase for. I mean, some people might have drafted him over – Justin Jefferson, or hopefully not. They didn't draft him over Cooper Cup.
1: Yeah, agreed. And I think that's a function of the Bengals' offensive line. They can't protect Burrow. He doesn't have time back there.
0: Yeah, um, and I was really high on Jamar Chase and D Higgins this week going against a depleted Ravens secondary who has good players that just always just somehow get burnt. But, I mean, shout out to the Ravens. Great win. Justin Tucker, very nice kick. Uh, did you see the stat where it's like if, they, if the field goal posts were one yard apart, ball was still would have gone through
1: oh wow i mean he's and somebody said i think it was Collinsworth said it you know he's he's one of the better football players you know to play in today you know and as a kicker who can argue with it he's automatic
0: yeah i know he doesn't miss i think it was 61 straight field goals in the fourth quarter uh dobbins needs those touchdowns is getting absolutely no receiving work work which i do not like a lot of committee packages he was drafted way too high Hopefully people do not fall for them and pick him that high, considering he was coming off an ACL. And it's crazy he was coming off an ACL and he didn't even play till week five, even though he tore it in the preseason, which you really don't see. Devin Duvernay could be a solid flex with Rashad Bateman out, but I just don't like any receivers besides Mark Andrews on this team. And again, the tight end position—if you have Andrews or Kelsey, it's basically tier A, and the rest are tier E. Like you can't—you can't rely on anybody else. But those guys are really talented. Raiders and Chiefs, uh, I think uh, before we did this, Devontae Adams got charged with assault or something like that on the cameraman. He could see a suspension, but I still like him moving forward. Even though he's heading into a bye week, he could potentially be out two games. The NFL will see how they handle his suspension, considering they are going to a bye week, so they could, do, they could take their time and work on that. Personally, I don't think she gets suspended. I think the cameraman, I was looking at the angle, he kind of just ran into him. And why are you running into a best player on that team after a tough loss where they should have won that game. And this is a fantasy podcast. We'll not get into Josh McDaniels, but I think that was a terrible call to go for it on for go for go two.
1: Agreed with that.
0: Yeah. Josh Jacobs is a top-ten fantasy running back from here on out, and I really, really like him. He's really seeing the work I like. Um, I don't know his schedule coming up, but very solid. He got the ball a lot in the passing game. I thought it was going to be a committee there. Zamir White not seeing any work whatsoever. Chiefs wide receivers are a toss-up, and Clyde Edwards-Lair finally had the down-to-earth game people have been expecting forever. And then Travis Kelsey, great game. Should have been picked in the first round. Seven touchdowns through five games, and obviously Patrick Mahomes stays being great.
1: Yeah, Mahomes, he's got to be leading the league, or close to it in touchdowns. I mean, he he's just, he's been on fire, playing great. Kelsey, you know, only has what 24 yards or so. Yeah, 25 catches, yards. four of them touchdowns. Can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, it's great, great stat line there. Uh, bye weeks hanging this week:
0: Lions, Texans, Raiders, and Titans. Not many guys, probably besides the running backs, you would start. We'll see how DeAndre Swift is uh, doing coming back. And then defenses I like this week: the Commanders versus the Bears, Jaguars versus the Colts, Browns versus the Patriots. Buccaneers versus the Steelers, Packers versus the Jets, Chargers versus the Broncos, Rams versus Panthers, Ravens versus Giants. Waiver wire pickups I like this week: Geno Smith for the Seahawks, Kenneth Walker for the Seahawks, Rondell Moore for the Cardinals, Carson Wentz for the Commanders, Alec Pierce for the Colts, and Hayden Hurst for the Bengals.
1: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta point out Geno Smith. I, I was way wrong on him. I know it's only been what five weeks, but six weeks, but. You know, Gino, goodness gracious. He's having a great year. He's a top 10 QB right now. So start him if you've got him. Uh, he's putting up numbers. I don't know if it'll continue, but hey, ride the wave while you can.
0: Yeah, and that's crazy considering most people at the start of the year wanted to see Drew Locke over Geno Smith. But very, very solid quarterback, like you just said. Highest PFF grade out of any quarterback. So he's a really solid player.
1: Anything else you want to say before we uh, end it? I don't think so. Go Falcons been a better start than i thought to the year we've been competitive in every game we've covered the spread in every game uh, i think we're the only team in the nfl 5-0 against the spread so. yeah not betting advice yeah yeah nobody no betting advice here but uh, yeah yeah uh but you know on the fantasy side it's tough to trust any of the falcons but uh you know they're playing well appreciate their competitiveness so far
0: yeah just the roughing the passer penalty obviously you hurt chris jones there You laughed it off after the game Versus the Raiders, him and Derek Carr are buddies, so they laughed it off. But it's really bad call, another bad call on Brady. But we'll see. Hopefully they fix that. They're going to discuss that, and we'll see how it goes. All right, thank, thank you, Owen, for coming out. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.